I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Anywhere Else. Uh, that's that's the name of the story. Yes. <laughs> Last episode, we had um, At the Beach as our story. And I said that that one was our most recent one because it was like had been like seven days uh, posted since we uh, from from our recording. Mm-hmm. Um, this one may be our second because this one came out in January 2022. Uh-huh. So like maybe a month or two has passed since we since uh, as of this recording. So mm-hmm. um, the next and, one's gonna be two months old and then three months old. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna keep getting farther and farther away. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, anywhere else is on creepos.wiki. It's by Audrey. Surprised cute cat face <laughs> or zero W zero. So Audrey zero W zero. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess I'll just I'll dive into the rundown. Uh, so um, we get a memory when a young and socially isolated Julia first met her friend Olivia in a sandbox at a playground. Uh, then we are thrust into the present in a world turned to Lovecraftian ruin by some creepy, mutative viral apocalypse that turns people into sickly, writhing flesh monsters. Uh, Julia, uh, a whole bag of anxiety, depression, and hunger, uh, leaves her hiding place and house to search for Olivia, who hasn't come back for a while from scavenging for food for the two of them. She wanders through the terrifying remnants of her hometown where the creatures-slash-victims of this plague can be heard and sometimes even seen, followed by, you know, a sand check or two. Um, She makes it to the local convenience store, but only the corpse of its store owner, a bullet in his head, is present. Um, she, uh, She then heads to the next location Olivia would likely have gone, which is the gas station on the edge of town. Uh, all while remembering times before all of this madness and trying to keep the bad thoughts at bay. Um, Then one of the hulking abominations with her father's head at the top of it comes shambling and roaring out at her. Uh, Julia manages to outrun the creature and then some, uh, but falls and has yet another, albeit warranted, panic attack before pressing on. Uh, Because she has to get to Olivia. Uh, She pushes forward after a bit, um, avoiding any kind of like screams and and sounds that she hears around uh, along the way, making it to the gas station where she hears Olivia. Only to discover that her friend is turning or at least dying from the sickness. Julia shares these last moments with Olivia, finally voicing her love for her and exchanging a kiss before Olivia finally dies. Uh, We then cut away again to a scene um, of of some time later. Julia is finally leaving this godforsaken town, all ties cut at this point. Uh, Just before she starts off down the road to potential salvation or potential 
uh, safety, she notices the playground where she first met her friend and crush, Olivia. Uh, remembers those wonderful memories bittersweetly, and then continues on down the road. And that's where the story ends. Yeah, it's a pretty short and sweet one, or bittersweet one, I guess. Um, like I said, you can check it out on creepos.wiki, but uh, I suppose I'm, I'm delaying the inevitable with the uh, everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions at this point. Um, I've got a couple, so... I, I shall start with this one here. Uh, far too quiet anyone or anything to be safe. I think it should be far too quiet for anyone or anything to be safe. Uh, yeah. Yep, that works. Okay. Um, and then my next one is uh, another reminder of how filthy her Ockney spotless house has become. So... Ockney, it's O-C-N-E, and I think it's just like a, a, a typo of once. Yeah. So I tried my damn just to find it. What the hell Ockney meant? <laughs> what the fuck is Acne? <laughs> he, keep, ac- he keeps shouting, Acme! No, it's not Acme, it's Acne! <laughs> he has Acne! <laughs> oh, Tiny Toon Adventures. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's just a simple typo. Um. Also, this is the start of of my issues, my one kind of griping issue with the story. And I mean, everyone knows my issue of of past, present tense mm-hmm. situations. Um, this story has a lot of them, and this is kind of the start of it. With uh, I, it has to, it, I, I feel it should be um, her once spotless house had become, not has become, because this story kind of goes in and out of 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 present and past tense. Um, Man, I mean, like. I, I I occasionally fight you on this because in this story it's being told in the moment. Like it is, but like the sto- but then then fucking do it in the moment constantly, like the entire fucking time. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting so angry, but it's because I it's because it's tense. I'm so tense about yeah. tenses. <laughs> I don't mean to be that angry, like but like yeah, it's I think that if I just want consistency, man. <laughs> yeah, like. If, if you're gonna, if it's gonna be, pa- if it's gonna be present tense, fine, I'm fine with that. But keep it in the present tense. Don't switch over to past tense because the story then does that too. So, yeah. Uh, and it it also doesn't help that like a lot of these sentences also are like her thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that, like you, like you were probably gonna counter me with like because it's in the moment, it's in her head, but like. Then give us a friggin' distinction between thoughts and like descriptions of what's going on. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> that that's that's my that's my issue. <laughs> my that's my grammar inquisition. That's my that's my inquisitorial uh, campaign. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> is the is the tenses? <laughs> At some point, I might do some actual research on this whole tense issue because, like. I, I hate bringing this up occasionally when this sort of thing happens, where it's sort of in the moment, but is that actually legit? Because, honestly, from the sounds of it, every damn story should be in past tense, like, entirely. Not every story should be, but there should be, like, some, like... Th- again, there it should either be one or the other, like, depending on how you're writing a story. Because stories can be written... I'm not, like, advocating that, like, all stories be written in past tense or present tense. Like there can be stories that can be written either or it's just, it gets very, for me personally, it gets very confusing 
when a story is swapping out of past and present tense when it shouldn't be. Like that's how I how I was like taught English was to separate past and present tenses in stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like and yeah. If you also, I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. Part of me was like, oh, so you're gonna look it up so you can like try and prove me wrong. <laughs> but honestly like if that is the, if that is something that's not right like i actually do kind of want to know if i'm have had it wrong this entire time but like that's how i was fucking like taught english and creative writing was yeah. not to not to not to cross the tenses and me looking it <laughs> so, up isn't to counter you it's to counter myself yeah. to see if i yeah. am in the right for saying that <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. it's like it's to counter myself to see am i in the right <laughs> am i in the wrong <laughs> Sorry, I, I I get what you're saying though. Okay. Like to, again, to see to see if you're like to see what is the actual correct way. But like I feel like again, like based on what how I've been taught, like I've said like no for the third time. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, like I I feel like they there needs to be a consistency of tenses. So but English uh, is just annoying. Because like a couple of sentences ago. Um, one line says she felt an almost deafening silence swallowing her whole. Like, yeah. That could also be used as present tense. Or would you change it to she, she's feeling an almost definite silence or deafening silence? It's like. No, she feels. Oh, feels. Yeah. 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 Like, if you're going to switch from the pa- all the past tense to present tense, then it would be she feels yeah, because yeah. it's all in the now. Um, actually, and my next quote i believe is uh an ex- is another example of like past tense and present tense switching halfway through a paragraph <laughs> so it's like um she shivers and tries to <clears throat> she shivers and tries to think of anything else but that she has she has to focus has to think has to get out and find olivia find her before the night falls and the worst of those creatures start walking upright she rubs her dirty face and scratches at her unkempt hair there was no other option, was there? With a regretful sigh, she gets up, ready to face whatever evil awaits outside. So, yeah, this part of the paragraph suddenly switches from the previous past tense to present tense, uh, like a number of times. And so, like, yeah, like we're like in the previous paragraphs and stuff, it was past tense, and then it switches to this. And I think this is because, like, yeah, it's in the moment and stuff. But you can still just leap, have that in past tense and like capture that moment. <laughs> so, or or vice versa. Like either again, I'm I'm just sort of beating this dead horse. Like <laughs> um, tense horse. Yeah, this very tense horse. I'm trying. I'm trying to like loosen out its its tension. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm trying to loosen up the rigor mortis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the nice. tenseness of its. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll move on to the next one here. Um, uh, so this is this is separate from ten stuff, but yeah, I'll just move on to this thing. Um, even if it wasn't, my, uh, uh, sorry, I had like a weird shiver suddenly go down my spine. <laughs> okay, fair. Uh, oh god, I mean, I've got the sickness. I'm becoming one. No, oh, he's down with the sickness. Oh god. Okay, sorry. Uh, keep recording. Where's my coffee? (laughs) Um, Even if it wasn't a minefield of monstrosity, the foul smells and trails of ambiguous fluids would have been too much for her to stand. 
So I, I do feel like this sentence needs to be broken up by, with a comma. So like, even if it wasn't a minefield of monstrosity, comma, the foul smells and trails of ambiguous fluids, yada, yada, yada. Yep. Uh, and then my next one here, thankfully or unthankfully, her stomach was already painfully empty. Uh, so perhaps have an ellipses after thankfully or dot, 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 unthankfully. Um, and then maybe a comma after unthankful, uh, unthankfully. Just to kind of like structure that sentence a little bit better. Um, also, I don't know if unthankfully is a word, but like I'm, I'm tempted to just allow it. <laughs> what would you use? I don't uh, or like or regret, yeah, or regretfully oh. or something like that, or like thankfully or not so thankfully, <laughs> maybe like just like add a few things like because I don't think unthankfully like is a compound. Like, I don't know, like. Am I wrong? <laughs> Well, unthankful is a word, so... Hmm. Unthankfully. Is that actually a word? Yeah, unthankful is, but... Uh, so, perhaps unthankfully is also a word. I don't know, it's, it is popping up, right? I, like, I don't actually have this in my comments, I'm just, it's popping up as a, uh, as a spelling error <laughs> in, yeah. in Google Docs, in my Google Docs, so... <clears throat> um, also, before you go on... Yep. Um, I have a, a little bit of um, uh, stuff with that area as well, including the uh, uh, the previous uh, sentence as well, which was keenly listening to the distance distance wailing and gurgling. Um, I feel like that should be keenly listening to the distant wailing and gurgling. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. Also, this is a string of four very short sentences. Like, I'll just read the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Keenly listening to the distance wailing and gurgling, period. The noises of an unfathomable suffering, period. It was so nauseating that she would have puked, period. Thankfully or unthankfully, her stomach was already painfully empty. So, like, that could be combined into two sentences just by putting a comma in between each one. Yeah, because it is sort of, like, described... It's... it's listing basically a number of atrocities or, or, or terrible things that are around her. <laughs> well, yes and no, but like I'm not saying it all has to be commented out, just like even half of it, because it would read like this. No, that's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that's right. the distant wailing and gurgling, the noises of unfathomable suffering. It was so nauseating that uh, it was so nauseating she would have puked. Thankfully or unthankfully, her stomach was already painfully empty. So I guess actually another comma after unthankfully as well. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully or unthankfully, comma her stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wasn't. I wasn't like saying like like li- like. Uh, oh, I know. I'm just trying to continue yeah, reading. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. sorry. God, I'm not sorry. No one's gonna get that. Yeah. No one. No one watches. Uh. <laughs> um. Cheech and Chong or South Park? I don't think it was on South Park. I think it was only in Cheech and Chong. Oh, I, I was referencing the the BP uh, thing. With, oh. I'm sorry, sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was in Cheech and Chong mode. Yeah, you you were you were Pee Wee Herman from Cheech and Chong. Yes, uh, Up in Smoke or uh, that was in um uh uh <laughs> put you on the spot. Nice dreams. Okay. All right. Is there anything else that you want to add to this section? No. 
Okay, uh, then I'll move on. Um, <laughs> my, my next quote is, no, not now. She can't let her own mind get away from her. She breathed in and breathed out. Um, so, okay, this is, this is me bringing up, dredging up the, um, uh, I, I believe dredging up the past tense, present tense stuff with her thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like she is kind of thinking in the moment and I do like, I do appreciate the, st- the author does separate them in these instances with breaks. Like there's a lot of like these, the, the story is sort of formatted in a way that's like very kind of helpful to kind of break up the, the, the mindset of this person. It kind of gives the impression that this is sort of like a fragmented uh, mind that is trying to cobble together this, her, her, uh, her own narrative of reality um, with these like separating lines and stuff like that. Um, but again, it's just, yeah. So this is one, this is one, but it's not done all the time. Like there are in, in the paragraphs and stuff like that, like there is past tense, present tense sort of switches, but there are good examples in the story of using the past tense versus present tense situation or when to use the present tense separated from a past tense in the same story. At least I feel. <laughs> and I, apparently the next couple are just me an- being annoyed at, at past tense versus present tense. Cause it's just like, uh, Julia suddenly wishes she wore anything other than her old rundown sweatpants. And I have again, past tense, she suddenly wished she wore anything else. Mm. Uh, and then the next one is, of course, this assumes what happened here hasn't happened everywhere else. And to that, I had like, of course, this assumed whatever happened here hadn't happened everywhere else. Sorry, guys. I, I'm. I, it's. It's. It's my. It's my. It's your cross to bear. Axe to grind. Yeah, it's my cross to bear. My axe to grind. <laughs> no. <that's laughs> my white cool. whale. No. <laughs> um. And my next one here, um, and this is this is this is the one that broke me. Uh, like the, this is the one where I just kind of gave up, I think, uh, or just like I'm just gonna broadband it. Um, uh, she needed to be strong to be brave. Olivia needs her, and my comment here is, Larry, okay, that's it. <laughs> I'm just going to go on the record for any further tense issues. This story needs to be fixed. Tense issues either like past tense or present tense. Like you got to keep them separated, but that's just a personal opinion on this, on this point. <laughs> so I, I stopped, go, I stopped like reacting to the, the past and present tense issues. That's fair. Um, and my next one here, uh, she looked around front and back of the store, not only Olivia, but there wasn't even a single edible can of food. So I, I think this kind of bugged me, like the way this was written, like not, not only Olivia, but there wasn't even a single edible can of food. And I'm rereading it a couple of times because I read this again last night and then now I'm reading this line again. It, not as, it doesn't bug me as much as when I first took my notes and stuff, but I think it could maybe be tweaked to be like this. Uh, not only no Olivia, but... Also, there wasn't even a single edible can of food. Like, just maybe that might be like double negativing it. I don't. I don't think that's double negativing it. Not only was Olivia not there. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like I kept tripping up over that. It's like not only Olivia. Like, because I, I I think I kept expecting it's like not only Olivia, not only Olivia was there. Or I don't know. I kept I kept I kept tripping over the sentence. Honestly, yeah. so. Or just like Olivia yeah. wasn't there, and neither was a single edible can of food. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like either your or Mikey's like uh corrections I think would would help fix mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um and then my last grammar inquisition is um it was locked and boarded up. She turned to look for a back entrance when she heard a voice. So this one's harder to pin down in pronunciation and I noticed it a couple of times in the story of what's wrong here, but the spacing between the spacing around the periods in certain senses seemed to be off like yeah. And it's just a simple. I, I'm not like calling it out like as a serious issue. It's really just I like I get it. It's somebody like when they were typing the story, they probably just accidentally hit the space button at, at the wrong point around the period. So like, there's like a space after the last word of a sentence, and then there's a period, and then there's no space between the next word and the period. So mm-hmm. yeah, like on that one, it's it was locked and boarded up, comma no space. She turned yeah. to look for a back entrance space period no space when she heard a voice exactly well, that the first comma is actually a period is it yeah it is actually oh, a, it, it is, is a period, period. You're right yeah yeah so i thought i thought you had said period honestly that's why i was agreeing <laughs> with you <laughs> uh yeah i blame the uh the autocorrect in my in my notes because it made like a little squiggly line underneath the entire thing because it squished together because I had the center part highlighted, it made it look weird. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the end of my grammar inquisition. So, Mikey, the E stands for evil. Alright. Um, one that I have here is uh, almost always defeated by Julia in those fighter games. She stifled a chuckle and then felt a cold realization at what might have happened to them. So it's missing a period or comma or something there because C is capitalized in the middle of that. Yep. Yeah. Which would assume a period was meant. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So hell yeah, fighting games. Yeah. She's <laughs> she's really she's really awesome at it. Apparently. Or was as a kid. <laughs> A conjunction junction. All right. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. It was then something blocked her light, casting a shadow over her end of the sandbox. It could have been days, months, or even years since Olivia went out for supplies. It was so nauseating she would have puked and breathed out and soon saw it. But in the corners of her vision, she still saw bits and pieces of it. Or whatever the hell this actually was. But there he was. It was mid-afternoon by this point, and she wasn't even halfway there. It was towering above, and she ran and ran it was locked and boarded up it was her but before she went off into the coming night she looked leftward Finn. i was really hoping there was going to be like it's like because he kept referencing like the it's and ands and, and like uh, stuff kept referencing like this thing that she, that was like she kept seeing out of the corner of her eye or like 
looking up into and like couldn't I couldn't identify it. I kept hoping it was gonna be there's gonna be something funny. It's like it was the gas station. <laughs> Like that has been trailing her this entire time across her entire life. Well, did say it was her. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. So maybe it was another Julia. Oh God, it's it follows all over. It's the the game or it's the uh, the, the the creature from it follows. It just assumes the form that will either lure you in or repulse you. <laughs> yep. And considering she puked and breathed out, um, mm-hmm. probably repulsed. Yes. Probably. Um, honestly, okay, so the one thing, like, not to steal Gamer's Thunder here. You can just do it, I don't care. But the reason why Mikey does this is because there's always better words to use at the beginning of sentences, like, uh, rather than its ends or buts. However, I'm going to fight you guys on this one, because there's moments in the story where I actually feel that they are appro- they are dramatically appropriate. Um, Like, Specifically, like when she's and breathe out, and so like because those are gapped apart because they is trying to create a, a dynamic narrative uh, by separating the, each line to sort of get a point across. Yeah, that stuff is basically it might as well be dialogue because like it's her thinking this in her head. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. So I mean, like in other stories, yeah, like what, like I, I would agree with you guys, like sometimes if sans or buts are not, are, are unnecessary, like there's better words to use at the beginning of a sentence. In this case, though, I'm going to be a lot more lenient with it because of the way the formatting of the story is. Well, just in regards to the, uh, the like thought processes, not the actual yeah, yeah. Um, paragraphs, which is where most of that um, its story came from. Yeah, that's true. Hence why I said I was going to be a little bit more lenient. <laughs> yeah. Not completely lenient. Like, I'm not just like, yeah, throw that out yeah, the window. Yeah. Gotcha. But, yeah. Uh, and that's the end of your stuff, Mikey? Yep. All right. Gamer. Okay. So when you started yours, you said uh, you had a couple. I have a couple dozen. So here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> I literally have over 24 of them. So anyways. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so right off the get-go, the, the formatting. On the uh, the intro, when I first started reading it, I'm like, I don't know why it's like triple or maybe even quadruple spaced. I didn't really understand why. Reading through it, it's like, okay, that's thoughts, but technically the whole thing is thoughts. So it's just kind of confusing to me as to why it's sectioned out like that. Okay. Like, I get the... um, In the most of the story where it's using it as... Um, and uh, an, an alternative to italics. Look at that. Um, yeah, because yeah. It talks, <laughs> but yeah, um, there's there's nothing around the uh, the first intro bit to like explain what's going on. Well, because you have to keep reading, gamer. <laughs> yeah, but it also messed up my entire reading because there's I, no I context. <laughs> I mean, like I, I okay. I respect your opinion, mm-hmm. but you're gonna substitute your own. But one hundred percent, I'm like, I, I, I wonder. I, I think part of this is is a you problem, not a yeah. not a not a problem of the I'm writing. No work, no good. And you know what? I'm not trying to say that. Yeah, you're 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 stupid for doing for thinking this. Like honestly, like again, different opinions mm-hmm. and and different different ways people process stories and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, so like I I will agree with you. On, on part of it, but at the same time, it is, and this is also just your opinion. So, 
Yeah, well, when you started doing your rundown, as soon <laughs> as you started, I was like, oh no. Because <laughs> like I I immediately <laughs> fucked shit up. Oh no! Because when I read this, um, there's no context. I'm like, okay, um, I guess this is just an uh, like a omniscient narrator or whatever the fuck saying this. I'm like, okay, I guess the space Ooh. stuff is just that. And then it cuts to a paragraph of just a narrator talking about things, like not like it, it's also third person. And then it yeah. goes to thoughts. And then I'm like, okay, why is this part thoughts and the first part isn't thoughts? <laughs> but when the way you describe you, yeah. it, the first part is thoughts because it's Julia remembering Olivia. Yeah, I didn't. And, and like, honest, I, and and like, yeah, because I, I when it, by by about like I think about halfway through, I was like, uh, like, oh no, by by the end when she's like reminiscing and stuff, like, oh, so that or no, when she was remembering like her like uh, the time when she was like uh like at the arcade and stuff, I was like, so I'm guess like that's what I guessed, and when I um like, and it's really just kind of contextual assumption, I guess. Um, that's when I came to the conclusion that the the thing I just read up above was probably a flashback. Okay, but yeah. what is the context of all this? Because, for example, okay, basically what happens, Yeah, she gets made fun of, the, the bully <laughs> stays there, laughing in her face, and then something blocks her light. She looks up at another person standing over her, the sun giving them a heavenly glow. It was as if she was an angel. Is she referring to her fucking self as an angel? No, no, no not at all. And who? Olivia! It mentions right at the end her like okay hang on go, I going down to the was end. A kid being made fun of. No, Julia is the is the main character of the story, and she's having the flashback of her being isolated at like as a kid, and then uh, this like she's that that referring whole... to herself as no one wanted to play with her, her as in herself. No, no, okay. Why wouldn't it be? Okay. No yeah, yeah, no, no, no one wanted. To... Live. So the, the the first bit here, like that we get is a flashback from when Julia first met Olivia because Olivia was the only kid who came to like play with her and wasn't like mean to her. And that's how like they, their friendship started. Okay. Um, but... And it even says, and, and, the, and the context you get from that is that near, it is near the end where um, uh, she is talking about uh, Olivia as her angel. That's fine. Yeah. But the very first line <laughs> is Julia saying no one wanted to play with her. She's talking about herself, though. Why would you use that? Oh, yeah, that? yeah. No one wanted to play. What? It would be no one wanted to play with me. Because she is the one who's being made fun of. And then Olivia comes as her angel. It's because the story is being kind of done in a third person, not a first but person this is a perspective. Because it's the spaced out stuff. It's a memory. It's a, a thought, thought, but it's, it's, it's still a thought, but it's in third person. Do you remember back to remember the good old days when we were in meat space and like um and and gamer flipped over top of the couch and died that was great like do yeah you i remember do. that, that way should i be thinking that way referring to myself as my name instead of just me that's my whole point here and that's why this okay. confused the hell out of me and it made me think that it was just a third yeah. person narrator talking about this yeah i know i get you i we're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna have to agree to disagree because I I'm fine with it because it's telling it almost like a cinematic way, but you're gonna be pissed off about it because it's not, it's not done in a way that makes sense to you. It's not done in a way that makes sense to anyone. It no, you're wrong because it makes sense to me. You're wrong. <laughs> 
thanks. I guess I'll just leave now. <laughs> Bye. Jesus. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Your thoughts, Mikey? <laughs> I, I think the problem is that um, basically uh, it's focusing on the girl in the sandbox. And then suddenly there's someone standing, another person standing over the girl in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. And the sun gave them a heavenly glow. But then it's them. It doesn't specify that that's another she. So the next sentence is as if she was an angel. Mm -hmm. So that going back, it's like, well, we're still talking about the girl in the sandbox. So the girl in the sandbox is the angel. No, no, no. The the one that's looming over the girl in the sandbox is the angel. Okay, so Do you see why this is the I ha- why I'm bringing this point I understand. up? It's confusing. I, I I understand your confusion. I had no confusion because I just went with the flow and waited till the story told me who what what the context was to that last to that first part. There's my advice, <laughs> making me go back yeah. and using a fucking eraser on what I just built in my head. It should just flow. I shouldn't have to go back. I I disagree, but I will. I but you are you are in your right to have that opinion. But I disagree with it. <laughs> like I, I, I the only reason I like I, I don't want to drag this on because like we we're not we're never going to agree because we have this we have very different opinions on on how how stories are being told how stories be told. Why don't you understand? <laughs> I, I understand I your confusion. I just don't. Ca- I I, <laughs> not, I don't care. <laughs> I just I have a different like I view it differently than you yeah. like and we've never been able to like find a middle ground <laughs> we, we found middle grounds in the past but like it's just like I like in media res bullshit and like when a story plays around with how it how it's telling a story like and like how it's how it's making its it's how it's telling its viewpoints and stuff like that and you just want a straightforward story <laughs> okay well let me say this would you okay. have a problem with it reading like this no one wanted to play with me. After a few pitiful attempts to chat up some of the other kids, they all quietly walked off, refusing to even look at me. If they swapped all the her- like hers in regards to um, God, who even is this? It's um, it's Julia. If they were ref- swapped all the her Julias to me's, would you ha- have a problem with that? I wouldn't have a problem with it. But I don't have a problem with the other way, <laughs> like the way it is written now. But what I'm but saying yes, is, I would not have a. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, it would make it a lot more clearer if it was all me's. That's all I'm saying. Okay, cool. I'll move on. Okay. <laughs> Number one out of twenty-four done. Okay. <laughs> Number two. <Ding>. <laughs> it's fine. That's probably the the only one that we're gonna have a huge argument on. I, I really hope so. <laughs> Like I get, yeah. I'm sorry we have different views on on the world, man. Just like different people, that's fine. I know yeah, that that really honestly it should be our motto at this point. It it's almost like we're different people. Yeah. But shirt. I mean, like the world would be boring without it. So I suppose. <clears throat> Anyways, after a few pitiful attempts to chat up some, oh, jeez, I just talked about this. <clears throat> Regardless, <clears throat> I'm fine. Uh, after a few pitiful attempts to chat up some of the other kids, they all well I actually have to read it a specific way. Hang on. After a few pitiful attempts to chat up some of the other kids, they all quietly walked off, refusing to even look at her. I feel like there should be a comma in there. Yeah, that I agree with him. At, after a few pitiful attempts to chat up some of the other kids, comma, they all quietly walked off. 
period or comma, refusing to even look at her. Actually, no, that should be comma because otherwise it'd be a tiny little sentence at the end. And mm-hmm. you, that's your other vice. Yeah, that's another <laughs> is a little, is a little Yeah. You know what really grinds my Aussie like Aussie, that should be the new like grammar position thing. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> Tense things. Shorts and then like gamer. Short sentences. <laughs> and things that things that have different viewpoints than a straightforward linear path. <laughs> Having to go back over things. Ah, the the audacity. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? creatively interesting and artistic with your writing. What is this? Poetry? <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> um, I, I don't remember if uh, Mikey had this in his um, in his stuff, but there's a front width. Did you do a front width? Uh, no. Okay. Ding! With the, ol- with the only exception being one boy who laughed in her face. It is oh, in the yeah, thought thing, I guess, but at at the time, I didn't know it was a memory or a thought, so I thought it was normal writing. <clears throat> Honestly, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm not I was about to say, I almost slipped and said I'm gonna fight you on this. But no, honestly, I'm with you on this. That like it could just read the only exception yeah. being one boy who laughed in her face. It's shorter like, and more to yeah. the point. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we can. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Okay. Uh, and then here's another uh, pacing issue in regards to a comma. Ding! Really more alone than ever, she started working on building a sandcastle. So it probably should be feeling more alone than ever, she started working on the sandcastle. Mm-hmm. Comma in there. Agreed. Then, where is this one, actually? I need to look this up. Is this still a, yeah, it's still a start. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, so again, this is in the um, quote-unquote thoughts. Ding! Um, in between. But, like, it's it's jumping down three spaces or three lines, even though it's talking about the exact same thing. And I feel like it could, could just be combined. And it's not like they're not combining any of these lines anyways, because they do later on and previously either way, doing her best to keep her emotions away. A couple of tears still fell down despite her best efforts where that could just be combined to doing her best to keep her emotions away. A couple of tears still fell down despite her best efforts. Like just combine them with a comma. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'd agree with that. Okay, then moving on slightly. Ding! The sun gave them a heaven. This is the same sort of thing, another combined. Okay, the sun yeah. gave them a heavenly glow, period. As if she was an angel, period. That one, personally, I would keep it the same because it feels more dramatic for the ending of it. Mm-hmm. But I can understand why you'd want it to combine it. It's also just like the front as is kind of, is kind of weird. And I would mm-hmm. say... Switch it to it was as if, but that's front it. So, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. as if I think as if is fine. Honestly, for this again, it's that issue of like it's a thought process or it's a thought flashback kind of thing. So, like, yeah. But again, like a couple lines up, there's a comma in between. It's not like these are all short sentences. They're not all meant to be all short sentences. They're combined and even multi sentences on one line. So why? I understand it's for dramatic effect, and I agree with you. I'm not going to fight you on this. <laughs> okay. on yeah. yeah. In my opinion, comma it out, put it together. Moving All on. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's another co- combination of two tiny sentences. Ding. Uh, the midday sun creaks through the boarded windows. Period. Bits of dust and dirt floating around it in its presence. I would just combine that to the midday sun creaked in through boarded windows with bits of dust and dirt floating around in its presence. Yeah. Moving I- on. 
So then when it gets to the, the second instance of the um, the spaced out stuff, that's when my whole confusion set in about what this even means, because I didn't think the previous stuff was thoughts, but we already talked about that. Um, so I'll just move on from that. Okay. Ding! Okay, there's a missing space here. She rubs her dirty face and scratches her unkempt hair, period, no space. There was no, and then blah, 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 blah. So there needs to be a space after unkempt hair. Yes. Ding! Then there is, and this part, I feel like it should have um, broke to the next paragraph earlier. Because it's, it's talking about how she stayed off the main roads and everything, and it was all shitty. It's gross here. And then soon she saw some buildings in the distance. Not the familiar sight of the board, blah, 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 blah. And then it cuts down to the next paragraph talking about the buildings in the distance. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it should break at the buildings. Yeah. So it would be like there were... there were, And so it, the previous paragraph would end with there was no getting used to the horrors like this. Which and is also then, a, a yeah. dramatic way to end a, a paragraph. Agreed. And a paragraph break too soon. She saw buildings in the distance, blah, 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 blah. And they start talking about the buildings because you're going there next. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. Okay. Ding. Oh, and this is sort of in regards to the, um, actually this sort of, this actually gets fixed with my previous thought because I said that after soon she saw the buildings issue, I'll be clicked into the next paragraph. Mm hmm. Because the end of that paragraph is she had finally reached the town square. And then the start of the next paragraph is the closest place for supplies and most likely place for Olivia to be. So it's talking about specifically the town square, even though it's not even in the same paragraph as it. But Mm -hmm. with my previous correction, it fixes it. So moving on. Uh, Here's another combination of tiny words. The tiny sentences. The general store was down, down the road was her best bet, period only place nearby that had a focus on groceries period combine them put a comma moving on Ding. uh she thinks but what if uh space space olivia was trapped in the um general store like they once were so there's a double space there there only needs to be one moving on Ding. another combination here we go love my combos uh <laughs> well I, you are a gamer so i know i should count and see how big my combo is actually now that i think about it I'll do that oh, after. Uh, she kept walking for a few minutes until she smelled it, period. And soon she saw it, period. Goodbye, and <laughs> comma, yeah. move on. Ding! <laughs> um, comma or ellipses? Yes, ellipses. I do like ellipses. Yeah. I prefer <laughs> until you don't. <laughs> yes, but for dramatic effect, sparingly, I do like yeah. ellipses. They're, they're That's fair. Nice. And there's a misplaced space here. Uh, she had to get away from this horror space period no space she desperately blah 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 blah. so period and then space again easy the thing i the thing i mentioned earlier like but broad stroked you just you're going in fine detail and just pick away which is fine yeah I, i'm grabbing I, I'm all totally, of them so if they want to yeah. use my grammar in yellow to find all the grammar issues by all means yeah no exactly moving on ding going through the front door she took in the chaos around her so the way I read that first was going through the front door that she took, like she took the front door, <laughs> just ripped it off its hinges, and, using it as a shield. <laughs> yes, in the chaos around her, though, which was weird. So yeah, I feel like that just needs a comma. Also, there was no um, uh, capital at the start of that. Yeah, oh, that's weird. It was just lowercase going, unless mm-hmm. I, I clipped that incorrectly. Okay, whole thing. 
Then there's a double space here. Ding. There's no sign of there's no sign of her to be found here. And now that the general what does that even mean? Oh, oh, that's ellipsed. Never mind. The the double space is in between sign and of. So there was no sign double space of her. Ding. And this one's just a pacing issue. Just needs a comma to fix it. Uh, she wished she had stayed inside her house for even starving to death seemed desirable compared to this. Which would be corrected to she wished she had just stayed inside her house for even starving to death seemed desirable compared to this. Yes. I had to read that two or three times to understand where the break was meant to be. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's a quick list of extra spaces and weird spots. Ding! Uh, this was the only place left double space where she could have gone uh, is that a period? Yeah, it's a period. Then no space. The site of the long, of the long since blah 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 blah. Uh, we talked about the locked and boarded one. Is that just? Is that the entire sentence? Just she said. My God, it is. <laughs> oh, because like, um, I don't have much time left. Is in quotes, mm. and then capital she said period. Huh, oh, oh no, yeah, that may. Shouldn't it just be lowercase? Yeah, or it should be she said. Comma, her throat sounds dry and rotting. Period. No, but she didn't say that her throat sounds dry and rotting. She said with her th- with her throat sounding. That if it's sounding, then it's present tense and should be past. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going over that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I was using comma in kind of conjun- like as a replacement for with, because yeah, sometimes yeah. you can do that. Sometimes you can get away with that. <laughs> okay. Ding. Despite years gone by and double space, everything that's uh, happened is changed so little. That is the last of my spaces, and that is the last of my grammar. Okay. Now to count up my combo. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven hit combo, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Show me no. your moves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll move on to actual thoughts then. <laughs> now that yes. the uh, now that the uh, grammar in yellow is done, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I'm going to start with this one. This this uh, quote here: um, "The putrid sight will haunt her until her final day." She looked down at her shoes and kept walking, fighting the macabre urge to look directly at the biohazards, but in the corners of her vision. She still saw bits and pieces of it, throbbing, bloodied bits of pink flesh, sometimes rotten, always seemingly alive, almost always surrounded by a weird array of bodily fluid, misshapen bones, and even the occasional blinking eye. So reading this story, I was like, kind of like, the story was giving me, like through, through the monsters and victims of this apocalypse, I was kind of getting this like, so you're you're trapped in the Cronenberg apocalypse where like people have just mutated into Shoggoths. <laughs> like just giant flesh masses or like twisted like mutilated bodies that are still alive. Um and I mean I've 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 literally written a sh- a, 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 a game scenario where a whole town gets caught or, or catches Shoggoth flu. So the, this is like this was giving me similar vibes to that. <laughs> nice. Gamer, you were in that game. <laughs> where the uh, you guys like you went to a ghost town, a seem a seemingly ghost town, like where there's like nobody around anymore, and there's like signs of some kind of illness that afflicted the entire town. And the frontiersman, you, 
Yeah, that was in the Frontiersman game. Yeah. Which you can check out at One Less Die um, at some point in the future or now. What a natural. Whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh, our sister podcast, One Less Die, a Shadowrun and gaming actual play podcast. Plug, 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 plug. Um, also, this was giving me um, vibes of The Thing by John Carpenter. <laughs> like, this is what happens if The Thing from The Thing by John Carpenter <laughs> ever escaped Antarctica and made it to warmer continents. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I imagine like that's probably what will happen. And then we we get to this next one here. Um, she remembered the early days of the viral infection or whatever the hell it actually was before the sounds of nightly screaming kept her up at night way back when everything operated more in line with a nasty strand of flu cdc tent clinics extra police officers and closed down schools so i know that some of my constituents here May not like the in media res style that this story is proposing, and we've already, I've already covered, we've already covered it <laughs> in the grammar position. <laughs> we've already had this argument um, where, and, and the reason I'm bringing up media res style in the story is because, like, where you have a, you have to read about halfway through a story before we get relevant straight answers as to what the hell is going on in the setting. Mm. Um, and honestly, from my point of view, and again, from my point of view, I really dug it. Like I really liked how the sh- the story shows um, the the setting rather than just straight up telling us at the beginning. I agree. Like we kind of what? I agree. I don't, I don't know how to take this. <laughs> <laughs> this has never happened before, except for all the times it's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that, okay, okay, cool. All right. Well, I really dug it. So, um, and I'm glad that you do too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I really liked like how we we like through the, reading the story, we get that journey and like kind of see the world and like get the world like kind of described to us through Julia as she's wandering through this horrible mess. Um, and yeah, I I even comment and my next comment thing on this is like yeah, it did kind of throw me off at the beginning like what was happening, but then I figured out about halfway through that it was probably a flashback memory from when Julia first met Olivia and. For me, but and while I was reading the story, I was honestly just like really enjoying that that bit of mystery of like what what's going on. I, I like and the story as as long as the story does reveal what happened, because like otherwise, like if, like if, if the story hadn't even given you like clues, like especially by the end, it says like like we get we get hints as to who the angel was because it like says um, when when Julia finally meet finds Olivia again and like finds her like in that in the state that she's in. Um, I actually saw the saw a sentence that would work perfectly for my example here of course i can't find it now i'm assuming near the end where they meet up it's close ah, here it is i found it uh yeah so this is when she like gets to the uh the, the gas station she ran up to the front doors it was locked and boarded up she she turned to look for a back entrance when she heard a voice the voice of her angel and then it, it's olivia saying hello and then at the at, near the near the end of it it also uses the angel analog for for olivia like her angel and some of that with um uh, an angel giving its last blessing um so yeah like that's that's about when i was like oh so that's what the intro bit was it was uh, it was basically when julia first met uh, uh first met her her love interest slash crush slash best friend olivia because she referred to her in the that original story like when they first met that she saw she thought it resembled an angel <laughs> mm-hmm so yeah that again i i really dug that 
and again, we've had we've had a conversation earlier as to why some people wouldn't care for that. <laughs> I'm keeping my, my my lips zipped. Okay. Okay. Also, 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 also. <laughs> I think it'll be a while before I stop groaning, <laughs> and like not exactly in a bad way, but just on a personal level. At a story that happens to use pandemic-like scenarios as part of its plot, narrative, and setting. <laughs> Especially when made recently. Yeah, I you know what? Like, I get it. May You're have... using yeah. the influence of, you know, shit's fucked up. Like... Yeah. I, I, I totally 100% get it, because, like, legitimately, that's why a lot of, like, sci-fi stories and horror stories get written as, like, a, a way of coping, a way of dealing with current day scenarios or current day situations so like 100 mm-hmm. percent get it yeah um yeah i just as soon as i as soon as like the the cdc stuff tends to start popping up and like the other things i was like i i did catch myself groaning it's like uh, another pandemic story <laughs> it's never ending <laughs> but that's that's not on the story that's that's a personal thing that i just i wanted to bring up because like again we're trapped in this hellscape of endless pandemic and global crises <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just so. we're drawing the parallels. Yeah, if, and if it wasn't going yeah. on, we'd be like, okay, it's a creepy story about an infection. Cool. Like, we've read yeah. those before. They're cool. They're fun. Okay. It's not a problem. Yeah, like, perfect example of that. A couple of years ago, before the pandemics happened, there was a movie by uh, that starred Chris Pine called Carrier. And it was all about basically COVID. <laughs> like, yeah. it was legitimately the same fucking scenario as covid oh damn <laughs> except it, except it went a lot worse like a darker scenario in that it like we couldn't find a way to cure it mm-hmm. <laughs> um or even like treat it in any kind of way so people were just dropping in the millions um, black death all over again yeah but like the way that the, the way that movie like um tells how the how the how the flu got started was like creepily close to how covid got started <laughs> oh, wow so it was like yeah i i and i remember like watching it uh or i i haven't i, I never actually watched it but i've watched a, like a review of it and stuff like that recently and i was like yeah that movie was kind of prophetic in a way <laughs> but i i digress yeah like just it, it's it happens when like a story that we're you're reading happens to happen or you happen to be reading it around the same time as a similar situation is happening in the real world so yep. but i digress moving on um it was mid-afternoon by this point <clears throat> no it was mid-afternoon by this point and she wasn't even halfway there and i have to get this joke out well she's certainly not living on a prayer yeah there or, it is. or maybe maybe she is <laughs> sorry i had like i had that stuck in my head as an earworm by thank you bon jovi <laughs> <laughs> Um, there was another earworm that happened. Like it's like she ran. She, she so she ran away. She ran so far away, <laughs> and she ran. She ran all night and day. <laughs> Couldn't get away. <laughs> so that, that oh yeah, and, and and like not to make light of, well, of a fictional character's plight of like having to deal with like running away from her, uh, her her mutated mutilated mutated corpse father, <laughs> but um. Had to get in, have to get in some gallows humor here and there. Yes. Uh, and then my next one is actually, I guess that's actually a decent segue to the next one because it's uh, about the description of the creature uh, of the big of the big boss monster that we, or the 
the the big monster that we see in the story. Um, the clock was ticking, and she had to hurry. This thought persisted until she heard a disgustingly familiar sound, a large bestial roar. She looked behind her, and her fears were confirmed. There it was, a living and walking nightmare. It was towering above, taller than a man on stilts, fatter than a hundred hogs, and with far too many legs. There stood this conglomerate of oozing bodies, all fused together into an ungodly mass. All aware, all awake, all feeling every bit of their predicament. Faces frozen in agony and silent screams. And so at this point, like we hadn't really gotten like, again, it would kind of been mentioned of, like kind of in, in sort of like the same kind of thing that like Lovecraft does where it's like in, in vagaries and stuff of, as to what was going on of what these creatures, what people have mutated into. But then we get this where it's just like, oh, so it is, it, it, it straight up is a Shoggoth or the Ganglia aberrant from the Red Market's tabletop RPG or any number of mashed together walking and crawling human flesh piles that pop culture and fiction have created. <laughs> and like it was at that... Like the Trapper Keeper episode. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or that like that, or like the necromorph biomasses in Dead Space, or the thing. It's like, you know, now that I think about it, that monster concept gets around. Pun uh-huh. intended. <laughs> well, there's a reason. It's awesome. Yeah, no, there is a reason. Like it's it is an effective monster. <laughs> uh, or effective monster design. Um and the other thing I wanted to bring up is I really enjoyed the description of this creature. Like it w- taller than a man on stilts, fatter than a hundred hogs, with far too many legs. Uh, a conglomerate of oozing bodies of fused together with ungodly mass, and they're all aware. They're screaming silently. <laughs> like I just really dug that description of this of this ab- abomination. So the description said that the the faces are frozen in agony, so they're not like yeah. actively making mouth uh, gestures. No, like, but there screaming. but there is a. But there is, but the creature itself, like the, the, the thing as a whole, is letting out this weird roaring sound, yeah. <laughs> which is also kind of terrifying because it's like, where's it coming from? If, if these, uh, unless the, unless they are just never ending, like they're just never stopping, it's just frozen, like their mouths are just wide open constantly. If all of the, um, the, the like slave bodies are frozen, yeah. maybe the main like father, um, heads oh, maybe. works normally. Or even more weird and grotesquely, or like mechanically, in like biomechanically, all the open mouths that are screaming—they're basically acting like um, the uh, like the uh, the pipes of an organ. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like they're they're basically amplifying the the sounds even more. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, that's moving to one. Yes, and then onto my next one here. She curled up into a ball. She wished she had just stayed inside her house, for even starving to death seemed desirable compared to this. She wished she was home and that none of this had happened. You could say, this is me talking, you could say she wished she was anywhere else. Yeah! Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I, I had an inkling as to why this title, why the, why the story was titled as such, with the mm. context of the story. Um, and then by the end, I also like really dug the ending part, like the way it like dropped it. Um, but yeah, that was that was just the comment to that is like, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
next one here. Um, she got up and kept moving, not even stopping for a moment when she heard a woman scream for help in the distance. Given the animalistic howling that accompanied the screaming, there was nothing she likely could have done for her anyway. I mean, that might have been Olivia. <laughs> just, just saying, Julia. <laughs> would know. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Like she might have. Like she. That's not Olivia's scream. <laughs> I've heard Olivia scream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ex- exactly. Uh, and then my next one here: the weariness in that voice could be felt even by a common housefly. It was her. Julia had finally found her. In a bout of surprise strength, she burst down the door with nothing but brute force. The sight she took in broke her. Julia. She could tell right away that Olivia was long was long for this world. Uh, She could tell right then that Olivia wasn't long for this world. Her eyes were bloodshot. Her skin was mostly deadly pale, but with a strange red tint spreading across her. The same one she saw on her dad all those months ago. And to this, I was like, yeah, as this story was going, I kind of saw this like tragedy coming. I I hoped it would end with a happy ending, but nay, is the nature of horror. Not everything has a happy ending. <laughs> Never, ne- nothing ever really happens the way you want it to in a horror story. Mm. Um, and again, like I'm not saying that anything. Again, not a bad thing because again, this is the nature of a this is a creepy pasta we're reading, not a not some like um like hopeful apocalypse or like post apocalypse story, but. Yeah, I digress. I'll move on to the next one here. Uh, The setting sun illuminated the world in a bath of orange as Julia made her way out of town. Off to, and this again, this is me talking, off to potentially spread the viral infection to others or mutate sometime later. I mean, don't get me wrong. uh, Loved that last heartfelt moment between Julia and Olivia. Like, I actually really liked how, like, the the sort of super tragic but also bittersweetness of that of that moment and scene. Mm. But probably, like, moving away from like the sentimental value and like the the romanticism of it, probably not the smartest move for Julia, given what was hinted at earlier when like with like particles from these things, like how she was like trying to like not breathe in the same air as some of the creatures that were around her and such. But then again, you know, we do crazy things when we're in love. <laughs> so, yeah, um, it, it it's again and and again th- that might also kind of hint like this this whole thing like her going off into the, into the town or like going away from town and like leaving and stuff may not necessarily be like like it's sort of treated like yeah she's moved on she's like she's she's learning to uh, to keep going even though like she's lost so much that almost kind of has a, a falsehood to it if you think deeper on the story it's like well she's may or may not have contracted whatever this was from coming into contact with olivia in her in their la- in her last moments with her but so there's it, again furthering the darkness of the story <laughs> make even further like oh yeah julia made it out of town about like maybe a couple of kilometers and then succumbed to the to the illness herself <laughs> or you know went to another town and found that it has this this disease this this mutation has spread across the world and is now, like truly an apocalypse scenario but um 
enough about the sadness and like the darker stuff. Let's go into something lighthearted. So <clears throat> the next quote here I have. But before she went off into the coming night, she looked leftward. There it was. Left town. Sorry. <laughs> Old jokes die hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, as soon as like looked left. Oh, so the playground was in left town all this time. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Also, regarding the, the photo that's in the story, um, we've had it in the past, like, I, I, we've commented in, like, last few episodes about, like, pictures that like and where they should be positioned in a in a uh in a creep pasta like um to like for the best um effect to to best sort of like aid the uh, the writing and stuff and i honestly feel that the, first off the photo is perfect for like this this last scene because it is it's as if the uh, the writer used this photo and and described the photo for that last bit with like the orange bathed uh bathed um sunset um as she's walking out of town then she looks left and and sees the old playground that she first met olivia at met her angel at Mm -hmm. um and then pushed back the tears and memories and continued forward and then we at the after the last line's been said anywhere else we get a photo of that playground so we have like we have the additional like kind of backing of the description that was in the story of this bittersweet nostalgic photo and it works like, way better at the end than it would at the start. Like I'm absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and my last, uh, and with that, my last um, actual thought here is uh, uh, speaking of the park, <laughs> the park from memories past, including the playground from where she first met Olivia. Despite years gone by and everything that's happened. It has changed so little. She held in her tears of nostalgia and walked off onto the road to somewhere else. Anywhere else. Damn, that's a good ending. <laughs> that That's it. <laughs> like, I, I, that was a sad... It wasn't a happy ending, but that was a satisfying ending. Like, it was bittersweet. There's a, there's a glimmer of hope, potentially, on the surface that, like, she's... She's lost so much, but she's going to push forward and keep going because that's what Olivia would have wanted her to do and such. And then there, if you re- if you think about it a little bit darker and like deeper, she's just carrying the virus pro- potentially further or even like going to mutate later on down the road because she's coming into contact with the with an infected. Yeah. Um. So it, it's got kind of again. Infected. Uh, hmm? What? Just one as well. That, that's what I meant. That's it's that's, not yeah, even that's, just like that's, in the okay. area, like direct contact. Yeah, no, like they mm-hmm. were intimate with each other. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like they, yeah, um, and yeah, like that's sort of the bittersweetness of it. And then it, for me, it was really satisfying for an ending. So, uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's my actual thoughts. Mikey, the East stands for evil. Your your actual thoughts. Well, I'll start with the continuation of your ending thoughts. So there's no actual time given between when she met Olivia and when she starts going down the road. Um, So the last paragraph, she may already be a monster. Oh, shit. Fuck. (laughs) And if you noticed earlier in the story, she made note of staying off of roads. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) 
oh fuck and when, so like she's the just... main monster was chasing her down trying to like absorb her but she's just like a smaller monster yeah so still it's some like some of her own like um her, her mind still we don't ever get a description of her nope. and especially at the end of the story so holy shit god damn it mikey you made it better I mean, you made it worse, but you made it so much better. <laughs> worse in a better way. Yes, exactly. Worse in the best way. Mm-hmm. God bless you. What God? Well, y'all know. Who's y'all know? Uh, it's a uh, it's a slang for Yagolanek. The uh... actually, I don't want no, not not Yagolanek. <laughs> okay. uh, Cthulhu. That's what that's what I was referencing. Okay, sure. <laughs> God damn it, Mikey. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> it's going to mic drop here. <laughs> yeah, that was a superb, that would have been a superb mic drop. But you, uh, I assume you have more. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, just to do, well, I'll mention this quote again. Uh, Robbing bloodied bits of pink flesh, sometimes rotten, always seemingly alive. Almost always surrounded by a weird array of bodily fluid, misshapen bones, and even the occasional blinking eye. Uh, so, personally, I got um, dogscape vibes. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> this is how it starts. <laughs> or, potentially, the entity formerly known as Guam. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Again, like, <laughs> weird, creepy, like, Flesh pile biomasses is is a very common monster in 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 today's like horror culture. Mm. <laughs> but it's just so damn effective. It is because it's like it's powered and made up of your friends. Like <laughs> exactly, it's it's got the visceral angle of like the gore and like the the the, the descriptors and stuff of like that. But then it's also got the psychological horror aspect of like that was your family. Yeah, like there's two weeks ago. there's Bill right there. I can see his face. <laughs> there's your son, yeah. <laughs> like in there, <laughs> like, like he's calling to you. What do you do? <laughs> like roll sand. <laughs> do you, like roll sand to not join your 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 uh your family. <laughs> and and all hail the new flesh. <laughs> but yeah, no, one hundred percent. Sorry. <laughs> And uh, my next quote here is again another repeat. Um, Taller than a man on stilts, fatter than a hundred hogs, and with far too many legs. So, to me, fatter than a hundred hogs is not a valid width. Like, are we talking the combined fat of a hundred hogs, or just bigger than one... Hundred normal sized hogs, or which hogs are they using for reference? Are they using regular hogs, motorcycles, or even hogzilla? So, like, I I sort of imagine like when yeah when you you say like larger than like than uh, than a hundred hogs, I was kind of imagining it honestly width wise, um, and I was kind of like picturing like a stampede of hogs, it's just like a, a giant gr- like a horde of hogs. What what is a grouping of hogs? I saw it as like you take a hundred hogs, you squish them into a ball. That is the amount of meat that is used to create this creature. Yeah, that that's probably more accurate, honestly. 
Hang on. I, I, now I'm really damn curious what a group, what a horde of hogs or what a group of hogs is called. Oh, okay. That's actually pretty. So a, a group of pigs is called a drift or a drove. A, a group of young pigs is called a litter. A group of hogs is called a passel or a team. And a group of swine is called a sounder. So weird. <laughs> I love animal group names so, so much. Stupidly awesome. Yeah. So a team of hogs <laughs> mashed together. <laughs> a team of 100 hogs, or a passel of 100 hogs, just mashed together to form the biomass that you need. Mm-hmm. It's swine flu. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, man. That, 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 uh, I, hate, I hate that I'm about to say this. That should be a new group name for swine, is a flu of swine. Wow. <laughs> A little, a little too, maybe, maybe not very sensitive. A little too on the given, nose there. Yeah, given given uh, current situations. Mm-hmm. But uh, continue, Mikey. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's in the max with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right then. Well, damn you, but also bless you, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gamer, what do you got? <laughs> not too many, thankfully. Um, or unth- or unthankfully, haha. But all back. So yeah, uh, first note I took is just hell yeah, page breaks. I appreciate page breaks. Although I don't really know why page breaks are necessary in this. To be honest, because it's all um, happening in one day, sort of thing. You know, I think some of the page breaks are good because it's happening. Like there is, it, it helps um, break up the because. Uh, Time is passing between some of these, like a lot of the, actually, almost all these scenes are uh, have time pass. So, it's it's not necessarily days, but it's like maybe hours or even like moment, like like even like hours. Yeah. Wait, did I, did I say hours? No <laughs> Before okay, it could be yeah. hours or maybe hours even. <laughs> I mean, hours or even like, um, dramatic minutes, basically. Yeah. Either way, I do like page breaks. Yeah. Okay. Then um, she's walking amongst the biohazard stuff, um, saying that she, she's like covering her mouth and um, nose because she doesn't want to breathe any of this in. Um, mm-hmm. And then pretty soon after that, she says he moved, she moved her hands for, from her nose to her ears just in case, those poor people. And now she was infected. Like, <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, she's it, it's clear from the get-go that she's not of sa- not entirely like stable because of the world she lives in right now, and yeah. also because of personal issues. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Then um, she's talking about the general store. Says uh, this place somehow got even more run down than when this. Wait, this place somehow got even more run down than when this all first started. To me, I'm like. What do you mean somehow? Like, of course, this would be worse for wear after like a apocalyptic event has happened. I don't know why. Yeah, it's a surprise that it's worse. Yeah, maybe it's like I it mean, it's already yeah. a shit, um, like a crappy establishment. Like it was already falling apart. So, like, wow, I'm surprised it got worse. You know, like I didn't yeah. think it could get I mean, any worse than this. Oh, it's it's completely gutted and empty. I guess it's it's actually even worse than what it looked than what it was like back back before all this happened. 
If it was that horrible, I'm surprised it stayed in business, though, and people actually went there if it was that disheveled. Well, it does mention, like, maybe it's because, like, uh, again, like the uh, the guy that o- ru- the ran the ran the place. I think his name's Louis. Yeah, was like he's a nice guy and everything, but he has he was terrible at business. <laughs> like, didn't up gauge his pr- gouge his prices at all when like the emergencies were happening. So like people just took advantage of him. <laughs> it doesn't mean that the the place was like covered in dirt with like broken windows and everything. It wasn't described one way or another. I assumed it was a nice clean establishment with a a nice man that owns it. Yeah, he just. Probably couldn't. I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to besmirch the uh, the deads, <laughs> the the dead of the, the fictional dead. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of get where where she's coming from with that sentence because like it was there is a, like it, it is some it is a common phrase in certain in 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 certain apocalypse stories. Like wow, this place was somehow got shittier. It's just like or it's like a yeah, like that's a that's a common line in in stories and stuff. Yeah, to reference like ruination and such. So, yeah, I guess the man this sounds like it's a freaking grammar thing. I guess the the wording that <laughs> um, I would have preferred personally was um, I didn't think that this place could look worse, but here we are. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, fair. Either way, I was I was fine with it. I was just kind of confused. Yeah. Also. Ding. <laughs> and then, they got an eight, uh, an, eight, an eight times combo. Yeah. And then um, my last one here um, is kind of what sort of broke the story for me, unfortunately. No. <laughs> so. All right. Let's see. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Because of the um, shenanigans at the start that I will not open up, but I kind of have to yep. just peek into a little bit. Um, Gotta check the wound. So, see if it's see if it's healing. Oh, it's scabbed over a little it's, bit. It's oh. fine. Um, so put that band-aid back. <laughs> so the intro happens and they're kids and they meet and all that. And then it um it moves on saying that like uh it talks about some Olivia person and Julia and um Julia's sitting with her knees to her chest and shitty sounds outside. To this point, and to about 90% through this story, I was under the impression that Julia was a child. Okay. Because it's talking about children at the start, and then it doesn't specifically say that they're of age until it gets to quite later on. So for most of the story, um, I was just imagining a child wandering around a fucking um, post-apocalyptic Apocalypse. Uh, hellscape trying to survive. And I say child, I don't mean like a, a baby or a toddler. I'm thinking like a five-year-old. No, no, I'm thinking, well, I'm, it was hard to say because like she kind of aged as the story went on because I'm like, this, this can't be someone who's playing in the sandbox. Like maybe we're up to like, Oh God, grade eight or something. I don't know. God, that's like, that, that actually I like, that's not what is happening in the story, but I like that idea of like, an apocalypse is like very Carcosib origin, maybe where like the kid, like the survivor was a kid at the start of the story, but like just walking from the, from the, from their house into town, they actually do grow like age. Yeah. Like, cause there's some weird, like reality altering time dilation bullshit going on in the, in this weird apocalypse that's happening. That's weird. But I, I, I don't think that's the case, <laughs> but I, 
I understand your confusion because yep. <laughs> I understand your point of view on this on this thing. <laughs> yes, and um, because through ninety percent of the story, I was in the um, the headspace that it was a kid doing all this. I unfortunately, when I was reading um, descriptors and things first, the first thought that went to my head in regards to everything that happened was that she's just acting out a game that she's playing. Like her and Olivia are playing hide and go seek zombie apocalypse edition, basically. Fuck, that would be so fucking cool though, too. Like the intro scene, because <laughs> the intro scene had the kids making fun of someone. So I took that as, oh, well, Ooh. Olivia's just kind of messed up in dark. Or sorry, Julia's just sort of messed up in dark. So people make fun of her for <laughs> wanting to play messed up <laughs> games like this. And then, like, so she's my niece. She's, so she's the niece cultist. Yes. And then, like, <laughs> the random screams in the distance are just like kids playing in the playground nearby. Gross smells are like dog poop. The woman screaming in the distance is someone who like got robbed or something. Louis was just sleeping in his chair behind the desk at the general store. He wasn't dead. Oh, fuck. The giant Shagothian creature was her with the with her dad's head on it. Was just her dad that showed up. Just either either like dad that's like just over like like trying to like like find out where where why she's like gone off or run off like because he's concerned or he or or to make it even darker she actually just has a really abusive dad yeah <laughs> and so sees him sees him as a monster you know what this is You've, you're you're just plotting out a little fears game a little bit yeah. like little fears the little fears the rpg <laughs> like the tabletop rpg is 100 like that's how belief works in that game is like in in the original games like setting and some of that the, the kids, like all the monsters and all the, the scary shit, like all this weird, seemingly supernatural bullshit that happens around the kids is just the kids projecting their belief on the on the real on the mundane world and seeing the real world through this horribly macabre imaginative eyes. Mm-hmm. And that you're, you're basically, yeah, it's whatever. I'm writing notes down yeah. <laughs> like I'm writing. I'm going to run this game. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll add it to the long list of games that I may or may not ever run <laughs> that, that have been concocted from El Dente Rigamortis. Yep. And then by the end, when she uh, finds Olivia and everything, they're basically just acting it out like they're in a play. <laughs> she just dies in the uh, in the grocery store. Like, they pretend to die in the grocery store, and then like, the clerk is like, what are you kids doing back there? <laughs> or, do, doing over there? Yeah, basically. <laughs> And then and then Julia like shoplifts like grabs like keeps Kenny and runs out, <laughs> leaves Olivia to her fate. Ah, <laughs> uh, god damn it! That's oh, it's man. I I don't. I know I don't. Hate first it off, I, I kind I, of I, wish for, it did twist like that at the end. Fuck! Like first off, I'm sorry that you like. I, I, I I'm I, I'm. Not, I guess I'm not sorry because like I didn't do this to you. <laughs> no, I did this to me. <laughs> but like, but like, I, I'm. You're sorry that I didn't stay in the in the lore of it. No, no, no. It's not that. No, like it's not like I'm. 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 I'm sorry that you you missed for like most of the story. You missed like what was going on. I guess. But at the same time, I really like your interpretation here. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad that you you misinterpreted it because yeah. <laughs> it's really fucking good, man. Well, I'm glad. It's not that like I missed the things that were happened. And when I was reading it, I'm like, okay, yeah. the very first thing that comes into my head is the mundane reason. Damn it. Okay, now yeah. what's it actually trying to say? Okay, that I'm reading it. Okay, there's a monster and it has screaming heads. Okay, cool. Like it's not yeah. like I'm ignoring the things that are happening and just putting in my head cannon <laughs> of this. 
but that is the yeah. first thought I had for everything that happened, unfortunately. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of my notes. Wow. I I think you you actually met the bar that Mikey brought up with like well, that's a first. His 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 big thing of like his his big revelation of the story. Mm-hmm. God damn. What a revelation. Pure. <laughs> <laughs> um also like how like i was the one that saw it for what it was and then you guys saw what it could be yeah maybe what it should be (laughs) but like again like i i liked it at face value yeah (laughs) well maybe face value in that like i i looked in at it and interpreted it for what it was i guess maybe or what what i felt like it should be you read the story for what it was and you didn't theorize any like weird side things that weird. completely changed the layout of the story. You appreciated the story for what yeah. it was. Yeah. Mm. I tried to. Uh, my brain. Yeah. <laughs> my brain's it, getting fine, weird, man. man. We're, we're we're all we're we all have weird brains that, yeah. that do things that we don't want to do. So I mean, the past few recordings like my brain has fucked me so bad. <laughs> I'm not doing too good. <laughs> oh no. Oh gamer. <laughs> Um, uh, do you have anything else then? No, that's good. Okay. Uh, then I suppose we'll. I guess with that, we'll we'll move on to final thoughts. Um. So yeah, it's got its grammar issues. I'm not even gonna not even pretend that it doesn't. With the past tense, present tense inconsistencies that I have issues with. Um, and and the other ones that we brought up in in your in, in my my fellow co-hosts. Um, grammar inquisitions and such. Um, so I, I do feel like those need to be like worked out or or fixed in some some way. But the story it tells, at least for me, <laughs> at face value, mm-hmm. um, of a of a survivor in the throes of searching for their lost love amidst a world of Lovecraftian horrors, and when the love turns out to be lost they push forward and move on. I really fucking enjoyed that. Like I loved that ending. Um, and I, and not just the ending. I loved the, the journey from her house, like from the flashback to her house, like wondering what that flashback thing was all about. Was it a flashback? And then find realizing it was a flashback about halfway through the story, the journey, the descriptions of the, of the, of the world gone mad and mutated was really fun for me. Um, the writing, could be cleaned up like we like we brought like I brought up and not everyone's going to like the style of this writing I'll admit that <laughs> but damn it I I'll recommend this one because I really enjoyed it so yeah that's my final thoughts and my recommendation is that I actually rec- uh, I do recommend it so Mikey the East stands for evil your verdict I do 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 well Let's see. The monster was good with the the dogscape vibes, which is very nice. Yeah. Um, and then we get the um, friend Olivia eventually becoming a monster as well. Mm-hmm. Um, although it would it it would be so nice if that ending. Was her being a monster? <laughs> yeah, like it's in, sort of insinuated. So it's I, it's I like insinuated it. if you look that direction. 
If yeah. you look, if you if you stop looking at Left Town and look over to Rightville, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so overall, I'll, even with the grammar issues that we've brought up, I'm going to give this recommendation. All right, and gamer. So for me, how you doing there, buddy? I'm fine. <laughs> So for me, the story's vibe was unfortunately ruined by my own stupid mind. Um, I, as soon as I made the connection that she was a kid playing a messed up version of hide and seek, literally everything along the path had mundane reason. I had a mundane reason for it right away. As I said, I did my best to remember to keep focused and try to stay on the story, but the constant pauses to record all the grammar in yellow really messed with the flow of it. And I think that aided my, or rather made it harder for me to stay in the lore and see for face value because I had to keep pausing. I couldn't just keep reading. Um, that being said, yeah, um, it did give a good feel of a like a bleak and fucked up world that the the characters needed to live in. It kind of felt like playing State of Decay or to a lesser extent Remnant from the Ashes, uh, video games, because you're like exploring a post apocalyptic mm-hmm. world and scrounging for supplies and all that. Um. Overall, though, the best I can give it is like a partial recommendation, because like as as simple as they are, there's a ton of grammar issues, and like yeah, it, it's it's one thing if like they're little tiny issues and you just step over a few of them and it's fine, but they were piled up pretty good, and like I was tripping over them a lot, and it it added or rather it it made it harder for me to enjoy it because of all the problems that I was finding with it. They're all tiny, but still. Um, uh, the world itself, I feel, oddly enough, isn't really super unique. Um, like, it doesn't really do too much in the way of it being unique, rather. Which, like... Which is kind of why it lended itself so well to my comparison of it being a couple of, like, horror-educated kids acting out a couple of stories. There's a couple of, like, fucked-up movies that they saw. Because like this, you've said multiple times, this is from this, that's from that. Everything's a remix. I get it. But um, again, that just added to my headcanon on that. Um, and again, I, I'd like to say, like, I really like your your uh, your unique take of like of, of the of the the kids playing pretend. Yeah, it took me <laughs> like, so that's long. So fucking good, like, though. When <laughs> the, the doubts in my mind started sinking in when she's talking about like. Um, she should have wore something more than these like old uh, sweatpants. I'm like, wait, they can't be that old if you're a kid. And she's talking about like how back in high school this happened. I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I like my, I, I still like the story for like from my, from my perspective. But damn, if I if I don't like if I don't uh, if if it damn if I if I don't like your. Um, your your interpretation there. So, yeah, um, my head cannon at the end of it is still that they're kids playing hide and seek. I just I wish one way or another there's a twist at the end. Like it was my brain being like, okay, I see the twist coming. I hope there's going to be a twist. Shit, there's no twist. Like I guess I kind of <laughs> set myself up for failure, unfortunately. Um, yeah. But also, you know, be really good at the end is like. This story, like it, it starts off as like that, like again, like you take your your plot of like they're they're just playing a game and some of that, but then by the end, um, 
it's actually because like the the dad's an abusive father uh and they're playing and, and olivia and and, and uh and uh julia are playing this game by the, by the time they get to the uh the gas station like they're they're playing out this this scenario in pretend but it's all it's all like kind of pretext to like olivia convincing julia to just run away just like like run away from her home and such and then that's the ending is like the ending is her like basically like leaving the town leaving her father getting out of that situation as a kid and just going on like go like just running away yeah i kind of like that actually like it's fucked up but yeah it's it's yeah it's 100 fucked up but like it, it's it's appropriately dark while also like making the story rather you like making it because i get what you're saying like yeah like it's it's not very unique it's it's a post-apocalypse with like monsters that's very similar to a lot of other things but i mean again like everything's a remix people can do yeah everything's a remix also just because something's been done doesn't mean we can't somebody else can't do it oh, again. for sure <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I just I want to point that out because like I feel like sometimes when you say not just you, but when people say like, oh, well, I mean, I've seen that before. Like that's that's been done to death. It's like, well, you know what? Maybe some people like having a cozy horror thing, like a horror trope that they like. Plus, if it's done to so death, like, it's let people probably done to death for a reason because it's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's that kind of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, people people want to use uh, people want to write what they like what they like. So. Yep. I kind of wish that the, um, the monster was like he was described great. It just mm-hmm. it kind of when she just like ran away, like the description well, that, of getting away it, was I ran away. You know, I kind of wish there was a little that bit also, more of a chase scene. True, yeah, like it just she ran away. However, it also adds to your 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 scenario of hinting that like well that the monster was like because the description is also kind of like childlike. It's like it's a, as tall as a man on stilts yes. and. And like the size of a hundred hogs, like that's something a child would say, like exaggerate. Like I'm pretty sure I've heard an East cultists exaggerate similarly mm. <laughs> on things. But like, and then she just ran away from it. Like, yeah, she just ran away from her dad. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and like he couldn't, he couldn't out uh, outpace her. Oh, it makes sense in my weird head canon. I mean, in the Fuck, lore, I, hate how, like, I mean, in the lore, yeah. of the story of her being yes. an adult in a, a screwed up environment. I feel like there should have been a chase scene there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That would heighten it a little yes. bit more, because like the threat is pretty minimal. Because she's just kind of walking around with nothing, n- nothing around her. Like there's no threats. The one threat she just runs away from. That being said, if yeah, she is well, actually oh, yeah. a monster, like what Mikey says, that kind of makes sense. Why she's not finding people? Because if there are people like survivors in there, they're probably hiding when she's walking by. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and uh, like. My my interpretation of like why she had it so easy is it's not because she had it so easy it's just she's really cautious yeah. <laughs> like she's an an anxious paranoid like uh, person she's been like surviving in this for at least a few months because it, like it sort of describes that like this hap- this all happened about a few months ago uh, at least according to like near the end she like kind of describes that uh, when her dad was for was one of the first people to start like getting sick and stuff the focus on the parents um, is another reason why I kept thinking kid because like. Yeah, no, I get parents you. like. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. My brain, man. No, no, I, I, I know it's, it's cool, man. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad it. that um, the weird head also I love from it is yeah. fun and people enjoy it, but I, I'm still a little annoyed at myself that I couldn't just see it for what it was. It's, that's fair. Also, I love how this how this episode 
we had like the most civil fucking like argument, <laughs> the, uh, the most energetic yet civil argument we've had on the yeah. show about like our about our differing opinions <laughs> on 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 the narrative of a story. Mm. So I guess long story short, <laughs> long story very short, <laughs> um, partial recommendations. Yes. Okay. D- did you have anything else to add? Uh, or? I said my piece. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we'll leave that with. Um, Two and a half recommendations then. Uh, could use some, could definitely use some work, but a good premise. And again, like if you read deeper into it or read it, if you look, if you stop looking at, at, at Left Town's playground and look to Right Town, you'll see some really interesting alternative scenarios to what exactly is going on. So, God, who the hell am I? I just realized, like, <laughs> I'm the guy who said, hey, look at the subtext. Isn't that great? Ah. <laughs> Wow. Who the fuck am I anymore? <laughs> I don't feel so good. You've assimilated into the cultist biomass. No. Um, congrats, you've contracted the cultist's inflections and influence. God, I said that I, I liked that it was a media res, even. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's a weird one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. A lozenge, but uh, now nah, I'm good. Um, okay, cool. So that has been this week's episode. If you like what you heard, or if you didn't, if you also have some alternative views or arguing uh, vectors <laughs> for us to uh, to attack us from, <laughs> um, uh, by all means, send us uh, messages on in in the uh, comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Uh, we're all on Twitter, so you can talk to us there. Uh, Mikey's at the East Ends for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end, because his name is very long. And I can actually accept messages now. I realize that I've been living a lie yeah. for years. <laughs> yeah, we've been plugging my Twitter account, and for some reason, my damn account was set up that like only friends could message me. <laughs> what the? F- oh my god! Okay, well, why. yeah. And that, and that came out of one of our one of our one of the authors of of a previous story we had tackled DM'd me because they wanted to talk they wanted to uh, send a message to gamer so you can do that now audience and, and authors out there that listen to us hell I didn't um, no, whatever and I'm at review cultist on Twitter as well <laughs> uh, I guess if you if you want to talk to me. And also, you can send us emails because we've been getting a number of, of really fun and like really interesting emails from authors and, and a few fans of the show. So like, and every time we get one, like we, I'm super pumped. I send these guys. I either tell them before the show or I send them a a screenshot of the of the the email just to like, hey, we got this from one of our uh, listeners or from an author of one of the stories, and it always brightens our day. So, um. Yeah, you can you can send us emails at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, spooky things, SCPs, cryptids. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. <laughs> That's our motto now. <laughs> uh, and if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate it. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, 
again, thank you all the same because without your listenership, without your emails and messages that you comment on on the show, it would feel like we're just screaming into the void. <laughs> uh, so it's nice to know that we are nice to know that there's something else in the void speaking back. <laughs> uh, we're stuck within a Shagothian creature, unable to act on our own free will anymore. Yeah, silently screaming, or with a face that's silently screaming. <laughs> um, and and for the authors out there, thank you guys immensely for for writing these stories, for posting them out there, and and having some and and, and sharing them with the greater internet community. And like, because if you didn't, we really wouldn't have much of a show because I'd have nothing to read to get me started on all this stuff, and we'd have nothing to talk about. When I when I dragged these guys in to uh, to read these creepy <laughs> stories with me, so thank you. Um, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil, and I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. Mm-hmm.